Hey besties! Welcome to Strong Opinions, the podcast where I talk about anything I have strong opinions on. I'm your bestie Desher and welcome to the fifth ever episode of this podcast. And this episode is actually the Valentine's Day episode and this is dedicated to all single people like me who do not benefit from currently having a relationship. So again... We are growing on the podcast's Instagram at Strong Opinions Podcast. Wow, <laughs> I say that as if I have an actual following. Literally, right now, if you go check it, I have literally 58 followers. I have no right to say I'm growing a following. But no, I'm not asking for your pity. That's, that's gross. Anyways, it's a space where I constantly ask my besties the most random stuff. So... If you want to go be a part of that, if you want to like answer questions, really random ones, whenever I feel like it, just go to the Instagram at Strong Opinions Podcast. But also, you can also follow and rate this podcast on Spotify. So, in this episode, I am going to talk about hashtag relationships and my strong opinions on it. But before that, I just want to, you know, take a step back and chill for a moment because boy have i had literally the toughest set of weeks ever so if you've been listening to previous episodes you may have known that i've had a long ass break coming into 2022 right and after that i've had a ton of work like literally a ton of work and I have no idea how I was able to manage it. Like, literally, I think this semester or trimester or whatever you want to call it, it just took a toll on my mental health. Like, you ever just ask yourself, how the fuck or how are you able to survive this week or any particular week for that mat- matter? So, that's me pretty much these past few weeks because... I told myself in in the past episode, like, I hope I could be able to manage it, but it was so hard to manage it. Like, it's pretty bad. So let me just recount what I've been through the past weeks, okay? So last week, I had two quizzes for accounting, and devastatingly, I failed both of them. Added to the fact that I had to literally write so much numbers on my columnar notebook to submit as my homework, right? Besides that, I had four subjects, which I had to create either a long paper or a term paper for. So I had one for like labor economics, one for economic integration, one for the history of economic thought. And one is like so much bigger than all of these combined because it's my group's thesis for my economics degree. So literally, I had to cut my sleep schedule short a lot of the time for a couple of days or even weeks because had to, you know, incrementally write each paper without really ensuring that they're the quality I want. So if you have to know something about me, I'm a I'm pretty much a perfectionist, right? So I have to ensure, like double check, triple check if what I'm writing can actually pass in my professor's eyes and not just pass like Excel. So to do that and at the same time to ensure that I stayed sane and had a regular sleeping schedule, like I literally had to trade something off and that was pretty much my time for myself 
Um, I've skipped a couple of days of reading because instead of reading like a self-help book or a novel or a literary fiction novel or whatever, I I was instead reading like economics books, my accounting books, etc. And I'm literally so done with it. And all of this shit was happening besides my own personal mental health struggles that literally had nothing to do with my academics. So you have all of these factors pretty much degrading my quality of life for the past few weeks. And it's such a, such a struggle. Literally, yesterday, um, I, along with my group, had to present my paper in, for one of the subjects I talked about earlier. And today, I had my group's thesis defense, right? Which, honestly, I think probably it was the best thing that happened to me in these past few weeks based on the feedback we got from our panel. But anyways, it's so ironic how I'm talking about how stressed I am and literally how shitty the past few weeks have been. And here I am recording an episode for this podcast. Sorry if you had to hear that. I had to clear my throat because... You know, I was getting pretty, pretty intense. So, I have two more term papers to submit. I have literally five exams I have to take. And more insignificant papers to submit. And literally, here I am recording this podcast. I have no idea why I'm doing this. Like, Jesus, honestly, please take the wheel. Um, I am suffering right now. But, no, yeah. I'm I'm not really worried about recording this episode anyways because I record these episodes as a way to relax. Man, my throat, why can't I clear it up? <coughs> Sorry about that. So anything, any I mean, anyways, I think the lesson from this whole rant is just if you're facing struggles right now at some point these problems will pass. Like, if you considered every single thing I did in the past few weeks, I never would have thought that I would I would make it this far, right? So I think right now, we should be proud for every single thing that we get to do. I think right now, every single thing that we get to check off our to-do lists, like, it's good in and of itself. Like, take that win. I tell myself, like, at some point, screw excellence and perfectionism, really. Honestly, like, you just need to start prioritizing your piece right now. And sometimes, I tell myself, like, you won't always have the best paper, but at the very least, you can be able to submit something that's of good quality. It doesn't have to be perfect. And maybe that's enough. And that's what I attempt to tell myself, but obviously my mind believes a different thing. But I think it's still pretty important to say it you know what i mean so anyways like go look at a mirror right now tell yourself you can do this if you can survive taking two accounting quizzes and failing it then you can take the next one knowing that there's nowhere to go but up (laughs) that's what i would have told myself anyways um basically you can weather any storm that comes your way Because pretty much you're powerful, right? Okay. I really felt passionate about that. So, 
yeah, I honestly have to thank my close friends for always being there to listen. Like, they literally know how bad it's gotten for me. And I'm so happy that I cultivated good relationships with them. And now for the best segue in the history of segues, relationships. Wow. <laughs> that was such a pathetic attempt at the segue. But yeah, here's the part where I stop ranting and I just go dive right into whatever I'm going to talk about in this episode. Anyways, so relationships, right? And finding love and all that jazz is pretty much a crazy topic for me to deal with because I just have so much struggles with it. And I also have so much thoughts on it. And I feel like in this episode, I'm going to open up, right? So I'm going to come from a perspective of a single person who used to keep chasing people but never really got something long-term out of it. And I never really, you know, got to a point where you would have a traditional, like, special other, SO, or whatever whatever the hell you want to call it. So, yeah, that's the perspective where I'm coming from. Basically, like, I kept chasing people and they didn't reciprocate back. And... Yeah, I I think enough said. Like I I pretty much sound like an incel or something, but no. Anyways, I feel like in my generation, everyone's just so quick to enter relationships, right? And I feel like there's just a lot of people in my generation that keep going in and out of them. So, obviously, there are people who find stable and good relationships, right? Which Sana all, right? Like, that's all I can say. I hope all, whatever. And then, there are people who treat dating as a sprint and go in and out of relationships faster than Gwyneth Chua leaves her quarantine hotel. And then, there are those people like me who keeps, like, casting a fishing line up in the, out into the deep, deep waters where people say there are many plenty of fish in the sea but never get successful. So it's very hard for anyone they like to like them back, essentially, right? And I was sucked into this belief that to be happy, you need to keep taking chances on people ultimately to get into a relationship. And I had a couple of problems that I faced. So one is I spent too much time hopping on from person to person who would just eventually ghost me, right? And that kind of sucks. I mean, it's bearable the first one, two, three times. But when it reaches like the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the minor fall and the major lift, I could have made a hallelujah reference there. But no, anyways, my point is like, I feel like it's a culture now to just constantly ditch people and pretend like it's a totally normal thing. Which, at first glance, like, sure, right? If you don't like someone, you're entitled to just not respond to them. You're not accountable to them. Like, they don't own you, right? But for 
a vast majority of people on the receiving end of that, I think that it also leads to pretty much a big chunk of self-esteem issues. You spend too much time on people, right? So for example, you hit them up, you try to say hi, and then they say hi, and then you try to extend the conversation for the longest time, but all it seems like is you trying hard and them not reciprocating, right? And you keep trying to extend the conversation because it's something that you assume will lead to a spark, you know what I mean? Like, that thing that will get you to a long-term relationship or whatever it is you want. And a lot of it is pretty... So that problem in and of itself is pretty hard. But if you compound that with the fact of being maropok and instantly falling for people who do the smallest things for you, I think these problems compounded with each other is just a pretty terrible situation to put yourself into, right? And... For me, I think I have a really big problem with ghosting culture and dating apps and all these things. And I'm pretty sure it's a me problem. But I think that it's just like any form of social media, right? Where you put out this facade of how other people want, how you want other people to perceive you. And then you get interactions in exchange for that. Haha, <laughs> reference to my leaving social media episode. So you can go ahead and check that episode out if you haven't. But anyways, I think that every conversation you do with a person, at least in my experience, goes like this. Like, they start with hello, or you say hello, or some really cheesy, cringy pickup line, or an actually really good, like, intro line. Um... You reply to each other and then you try to accommodate them. You talk for two to three days. And then after that short period of time, they just stop talking to each other for some reason. And sometimes these reasons are valid because maybe, you know, you're talking to a total creep, someone you absolutely don't vibe with. And other reasons, it's just stupid. Like, I've heard of this story where a person ghosted another person just because they like K-pop. Like, bro, what? Like, just because you like K-pop doesn't reduce your personality in any shape, form, or manner. But anyways, yeah, I think there's just something wrong with this whole swipe left, swipe right thing and constantly familiarizing yourself with faces that you either will talk or won't talk to like think about it right you're presented a bunch of profiles of people the only place where you might swipe left um someone super cool is maybe because they chose to have bad pictures to show right and that means that because they weren't able to show you their most like beautiful or handsome self then you won't be able to ever interact with them but in another light you might swipe right on someone who had extremely good pictures but absolutely has no personality so you know where i'm going with this like it's a never-ending cycle 
that isn't really a good cycle to begin with. And a lot of it is just fake, right? And it isn't necessarily useful and productive to you. Like, here's something I realized, okay? A lot of the things that you can find in a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a long-term relationship or whatever you want to find, you can find in a very good friend. And so here's what I think, right? You can feel free to disagree with me, but I think why the word friend is there in girlfriend or boyfriend is because they become your friends first before they evolve into something more intimate into your life. I think in this world, we tend to literally romanticize romance and there's this social pressure to get into relationships before we're actually ready to get into one. And so what happens is a lot of people enter relationships for the wrong reasons. For starters, entering into a rebound relationship or finding a relationship because you're bored and you have nothing else to do or maybe you're lonely, or maybe you're seeing all your friends having us having an SO, or maybe you just hate being single, right? So for me, and this is a realization I've only had in, what, the pandemic, is I don't really need to keep chasing people, and there's just so much more that I could do with my life than chasing empty leads. It's like you're a detective, and you keep taking on cases that you can't ever solve because you can never chase this one particular person down to pin the crime on. This is a really bad analogy, but my point is it's very difficult for you to keep running into roads that end up in brick walls, right? Um, I don't want to enter a relationship just because, you know, I want someone to talk to or someone to watch movies with me. That's literally why you have friends, right? I think the most harmful reason of why you want to find an SO is just because you're lonely, or just because you see all your friends or everyone else in social media like having that SO. And here's the thing, right? I think we have to have a mindset mindset shift about these things, because I think when people post about their relationships or what films and movies and series show us about relationships is they often only highlight the good parts. But when you take a step back and assess, like, the relationship for what it is and what actually happens within that relationship, I think a big, actually huge chunk of the problems that are associated with relationships are often ignored because we always want to chase that high. We always want to chase that good feeling, but we never really want to accept that these good feelings can also come with a lot of bad feelings, right? Obviously, conflict is inevitable in these sorts of situations, and most people forget that they're an actual thing and so they rush into relationships or rush into trying to find the next girl the next boy and then they end up feeling more empty than they were before for the very fact that 
they keep pouring themselves out and getting nothing in return. So, I constantly, it's like constantly giving a piece of you every time you talk to somebody else and you try to make yourself seem really interesting every time you talk to a new person, but then they ghost you and then you have to do that exact cycle again to the next person, it's literally come to the point where, you know, you can go like, oh, not this shit again. Like, it, it's, it's quite a sick, vicious cycle to get stuck in, if you know what I mean. So there's this quote that I really liked from a movie that I liked, which was, Call Me By Your Name. Um, so the quote goes, We rip out so much of ourselves to be cured of things faster than we should that we go bankrupt by the age of 30 and have less to offer each time we start with someone new. But to feel nothing so as to feel anything, what a waste. So this was Elio's dad talking to Elio. And I guess the whole point of this saying is every time we deal with someone new, you literally pour your heart out. You pour your whole self. And this originality of some sort of being you, of the way you would treat someone else, you're going to start losing a sense of that the more you deal with these types of situations that I've been referring to. And I think it's really important to realize that a lot of what we think about relationships is simply a social construct. Like, society made us believe that you're only going to be happy if you have a special one or a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Like, if you were going to ask me that, I would say that's bullshit. That's BS. I think that you're totally fine without someone. And that's something I had to learn the hard way because... I would be this, like, super marupok person, like, liking people, like, always, and never really realizing that I need to work on myself first before going to deal with someone else. You know what I mean? Like, you can still find fulfillment without having to get someone. And here's a bunch of realizations, like, I had. So the first one is, how can I give my whole self another person if I don't even do that to myself right like I'm not mentally healthy and if I'm not mentally healthy then how can I ensure that I take care of someone else to ensure that they're also mentally healthy right you can't give from an empty cup it's literally what we always hear and it's true how can you take care of other people if you don't even take care of yourself like, not just physically, but also mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Something that I've realized in the past year was that I think I need to love myself first before I can definitively love others. And here's the thing, right? We tend to forget that we have a lot of time. I'm 19 right now. You may be in between the age range of 15 and 25 or even 30 for some reason. Like, I saw that in the age demographic of this podcast. Like, 
welcome to strong opinions, bestie. I welcome you. But anyways, my point is, we have a lot of time. Like, even if you're 30, we still have a lot of time. And people forget that. We have a whole lot of exploring that we can do. And the most important thing we need to realize right now is we don't have to rush things. There's a lot of time for us to experience life for all its good and all of its bad. And obviously, being lonely sucks sometimes. But I think, you know, being single for a short amount of time, like even if it's a year, two years, three years, or just until you feel like you can give yourself fully to another person, I feel like that's better than continuing to waste your time by getting invested in shitty relationships over and over again. Like, it's a vicious cycle that you're trapping yourself into if ever you're into that, if you're if ever you're in that situation, you know what I mean? And so I think it's very important to realize that it's important to try to fix yourself and your mental health. Like, For me, I want to be rich as hell and be satisfied with myself mentally and physically before I can consider, like, having a secure long-term relationship. And obviously, that goes against the norm or the social pressure to, like, have a special one. But at this point, like, I honestly don't care, right? Because who cares what society thinks if that's not what makes you happy? It's, okay, it's obviously not a trade-off, right? Like, if you're made of magic somehow, you can get your shit together, you can have a happy, healthy relationship, you can probably get both. But here's the thing. If you try to get both, you're not necessarily getting the full benefits of either one, either end of the spectrum that you're trying to get, right? Like, there will always be a trade-off that you will have to make. And the question is, what is that trade-off and are you willing to make it? So maybe you'll be trading off more of your time, your mental health, right? Like building a career and at the same time building an important relationship. I think right now, my point is just If society tells us to have relationships, you can totally choose to opt out of that norm. Um, I'm so over trying to get a relationship. And that's just something that I I had to learn the hard way, as I've probably been repeating for the past 20 to 30 minutes. But the point is, I think it's just so important that if you find someone you want to love in the future, right? And if in the future you, 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 for some chance, for some luck, you find someone who you really vibe with and who you think is your soulmate or whatever, I think that it's important that, I mean, at least for me, if I find someone I love in the future and we totally vibe, right, I'd be willing to accept it only if I know that I am secure in myself and in my capabilities. And bestie, here's the thing, like, there's a difference between so maybe you subscribe to that maybe you you have the idea that yeah yes i need to work on myself first and 
I need to fix myself first before being able to, you know, go to others and stuff, right? But there's a difference between, like, knowing that and actually taking it deep in your heart, right? I think that to take care of yourself is a serious ordeal. And I'm still in the constant process of trying to do that. And I think that the most important thing you can do right now is to start. I think there's a whole misconception that, you know, when you're a teenager, when you're a young adult, that's when you're supposed to have fun and experience everything that being a teenager or a young adult can offer you. And a lot of that is often tied to relationships, right? But I think that that's also a BS thing, right? Because I don't think experience in your younger years is necessarily going to make you a better person slash lover, like romantically or whatever, in the future. And the reason for that is every time you deal with something and that relationship ends up becoming dysfunctional in some form or manner, that's only going to break you down and destroy you. And at at the best case, right you get the best form of experience of love or romance or whatever it is that you get, right? But I think that a considerable trade-off that you would have to make there is your personality, your mental health, etc. So I don't think necessarily that experience in your younger years is a good thing. I think it's important, Bestie, that we find meaningful relationships rather than just any relationship. There's a fundamental difference between that. And here's the thing. I've been trying to pursue that for the past year where I would only like cultivate relationships. I know I can deepen, especially with my friends. And oddly, I felt less lonely even if I was dealing with less people, right? And remember, you don't have to be in a relationship to feel connected. There's always your friends. There's always your family if you're close to them. Yeah. So there's this... So obviously, like, all of this may sound well and dandy and good, right? But how can I actually apply it? So there's this rule I found on the internet before. It's called the fuck yes or no rule, which is essentially in relationships or in dating or in whatever. It's either a fuck yes or a no so either the person you're talking to is really, really interested and without a doubt like likes you and wants to develop a relationship with you. Or if they hesitate, it's you have to take it as a no. And here's why I think this rule is very important. I think that, especially for me and my experience, it's so easy to just take things out of context and just constantly wonder, oh, does this person like me? Oh, does this mean a sign or anything? And we always like to assume things. But here's the thing. A lot of the time, our brains are wrong. And that means our assumptions are wrong. And so we end up getting, for a lack of better term, paasad. Like, we, we fell for someone unjustifiably. And we clowned ourselves, basically. So I think it's very important to assess, like, if you're a person who's probably, who's talking to a person and you're probably wondering, like, 
oh, does this little thing that she or he said mean something good for our potential relationship? The fact that you're wondering about that is likely already a no. And here's the thing, like, people tend to dismiss this rule because, oh, what if this person is just playing with me? Like, you know, playing mind games because that's a big part of relationships, apparently, like nowadays, right? If you have to go through mind games, if you have to go through this whole ordeal just to get something at the end of it, I don't think it's worth it. Like, you're better off spending your time somewhere else. Read a book, study for your classes, ace your tests, start a project, start a podcast, whatever. The point is, you can use your time and energy for something else other than a person who's not willing to give you 100%. You deserve 100%. And if a person isn't willing to give you that, then that person's probably not worth your time, right? Wow, I think... I think I convinced myself with that. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes when I record... So this is a random, like, share ko lang, but every time I record podcasts, I feel like I'm talking to past Desher and trying to tell him, like, don't be stupid. Here's what you should do. And so I feel like that's how I record my podcasts all the time with this, like, script of talking points or whatever. So anyways... I think being single by choice or just being single in general isn't a curse. And just because you're lonely doesn't mean you have to find it in a girl or a boy or special one or SO or whatever. And just because your friends have relationships doesn't mean you have to have one either. Like, I would remember this time where my friends, like, had girlfriends, boyfriends, etc. And, you know, I would feel jealous because, like, why don't I have one? Like, I'm just here reading my books and studying for tests and other people are having relationships. And I felt like I needed to have a relationship because of that. And it was only recently that I found out that these are wrong reasons to get into relationships. As I have said before, being single is not a curse, you know. It's I think of it, it's more of an, I think of it more as an opportunity to improve yourself. Being single is not a curse, it's an opportunity to improve yourself. You should live life by your own terms, right? And not by anyone else's. And just because you're single doesn't mean that all hope is lost. I think that you can use this as a chance to be able to be better mentally physically, spiritually, or whatever. (laughs) So, at the end of the day, feeling like you need someone is totally normal. So, feel your feelings, allow yourself to feel infatuated with people, be marapok, I don't know. It's your life. But bestie, again, it's about how we react to these feelings that make the difference. So I'm not against liking people in general. Like, go flirt with them. I don't know. If you have a boyfriend or girlfriend right now, then good for you, right? If you can invest in yourself while looking for a relationship and you can balance both, good for you too. But my point is, 
it starts to become a problem when you start to go into relationships for the wrong reasons, and it becomes a bigger problem when you, the time you dedicate to finding someone, romantically or whatever, comes at the detriment of improving yourself and doing better things. So if you're literally spending every single day trying to chance on this person and that person never really gives you that energy back, then I'm pretty sure you're wasting your time and you can make better use of your time, right? So, anyways, at the end of the day, you just have to remember, right? Being single by choice is underrated. And it's a very difficult choice because, you know, a lot of the narrative in media right now, in Instagram, social media, the or the people around us, they're all trying to say that if you have a special one, you're gonna live a more fulfilled or happy life. Which may be true for, like, old people who get married, like, if you're older than 30. But... If you're a teenager or a young adult, like, there's so much that can be found in the world out there that you necessarily have the ability to explore. Don't tie yourself down so quickly. Well, this is just the commitment issues in me talking. No, but <laughs> for real though, there's a whole world out there that you can use your youth to explore, like, while you're still young. That's what I want to do, right? I want to travel a lot. I want to take my master's abroad after I get these degrees. And it's not necessarily going to make you a sadder person. I think, in fact, it's quite the opposite because the more time you spend alone, the more time you cultivate relationships with other people like your friends, then maybe at some point you would just reach a point where you realize, wow, I'm ready for a relationship. So I think that's pretty much the Valentine's Day episode. I'm sorry if it's weird if I ended it abruptly. Like, I have been awake since 3am today and I have not gotten any sleep at all. And I I literally just probably repeated myself for over 30 minutes. And I'm sorry if I wasted your time. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyways, if this is the first episode you listened to from this podcast... I highly suggest you listen to my podcast episodes on a lot of things, like why being cringe is okay, why astrology sucks, my struggles with online classes, and why leaving social media has been amazing. Okay, alright. Besties, I'd really love to get your thoughts, opinions, and violent reactions on this podcast, so you can send all of them to my podcast's Instagram at strongopinionspodcast. If you personally related to any of the stuff I said, make me quanta there as well. So like I say every week, see you next Tuesday everyone, and goodbye besties.